That was alarming. That was a very alarming moment. We literally couldn't get the like recording thingy to work and then Josie blew in it like it was a Nintendo 64 back in the day and you you know when you blow into yeah. the little cartridge yeah. and like oh it'll be the dust. Yeah, that That's was what it my is. fix. That was all I had. Um but it was just a bung cart. Yeah. Lucky it told us it was a bung cart or we didn't record this masterpiece and then realize that it didn't work. That would know? mean the worst. That's my fear always. Uh, welcome to Mystery Minutes. And it is minutes today. It's literal we, minutes. We've got 20 fucking minutes. We're just going to bash out some conversation. Out. <laughs> Have you written any notes? Um, I can start. Okay, you start. Okay, I want to talk about... Why don't you go, then I go, okay. then you go, then I go. Let's do it. Smash it out. Okay. Smash it out. I want to talk about Game of Thrones. Yes. Um, I'm obviously obsessed. We're doing recaps on pedestrian TV. If you guys want to read our mm-hmm. literal conversations that we have about the show. Yeah. But... What I wanted to talk about was this crypt theory. So yeah. if you've been following PS, this is the time to fast forward if you don't want spoilers and you haven't watched anything. Yeah. Because I'm going to talk about some stuff that's already happened this season and yeah. also some stuff that might happen, like theories. Mm-hmm. So basically the crypt theory is this thing going around on Reddit and it's about how you know the Night Walker is turning up to Winterfell for this big battle. Mm-hmm. And because he can raise the dead, can he raise the dead Starks that are down in the crypt, buried yes. in the earth, like Ned, fucking Catelyn, all everyone, of them. yeah, um, the whole gang. And if so, all of the like weak people, <laughs> people that can't carry a sword, have gone down there. Yeah, and they're pretty. I think they're pretty much unprotected. So if all these Starks Fact. can turn into whites, yeah. Are they just going to murder the yeah. fuck out of everyone down there? Oh, no. But then it's like, I don't think that Game of Thrones is going to make us endure a dead Ned Stark killing his own kids. Yeah, that that seems very rough. Don't you think? But, like, the show has been rough in the past. Like, I feel like for a while it's been not as horrific. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, first season, obviously, we lost Ned. Then there's Red Wedding and Brand there's like... Bran got pushed out the window. Bran gets pushed out the window. Like there were all these kind of, oh, fuck, like killing off people we really like. Um, the Viper and his eyes. Oh, fuck, yeah. All of that kind of stuff. That kind of hasn't happened for a while. Like we've, I feel like we've gotten a bit complacent maybe. Being yeah, like, and maybe oh, they these will are do our, These are our pals till the end. Nope. No. I was actually reading this. I'll show it to you. It's like an infographic and it's yeah. like safe, kind of safe. At risk and then fucked. <laughs> so just like characters' photos and then like a sentence as to why yeah. this person believed they were fucked or they were safe. Yeah. And yeah, I think people are going to die, so it could happen. Yeah. It could be the in the crypt. That's so fucked. I know. Which would just be just shit. I just think like the Stark parents. Just I know. Kill everyone. There is another theory that I just don't. I don't subscribe to this theory that. The Starks will get raised from the dead, but then they'll be like, psych, and fight for the living. And it's like, why would no. that be what yeah. happens? Like, that's not, they're not logical. That, they're not that good of people that even in, like, zombie death mode, they've got morals. Yeah, exactly. Because he's stupid. he's probably raised lots of people who are good once yes. from the dead and made them fight for yeah. him. So I don't buy into that one. But I definitely think that the theory has legs. Yeah. Literal bony legs. Bony, skeleton legs. legs. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm enjoying the season so far. Like we said, it's definitely tying up a few things, which mm. 
can be a bit annoying. Like it feels a bit rushed maybe. Mm. Like quick, let's tie up this little loose end and let's have this conversation between these characters. Yeah. Yes. It's a bit like I want more action. Yeah, and I just think sometimes I just think I get it, they're doing it for the fans. I'm a massive fan. Mm. I secretly love it. But then it also s- starts to feel like it's at the cost of plot. Yes. And what I think actually happened was they've gone, okay, we're doing these, whatever is it, eight episodes. I don't mm. even remember what it is. Seven. Six or eight. I don't know. But they're doing this short run mm. and trying to shove everything yeah. in to a short run when what they probably should have done was either decide that they were going to wrap it last season and, like, make more progression in the yeah. last season, which went relatively slowly, it I felt. It was a bit slow. Instead of just being like, blah, blah's here. Brienne and yeah. Jamie are reuniting. Yeah. Brienne and Tormund are reuniting. Yeah. Everyone's tick, chatting tick, to tick, each other. Yeah. And da, 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 da. The Hound and Arya yeah, are hearing Gendry. And, mate, yeah. guys, come on. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, especially compared to last season, which was slow. Yeah. I feel like if you rewatched everything and then you watched them side by side, the pacing would be so off. Yeah. Because you'd yeah. be like, it was really slow last yeah. season. Just like, oh, la-di-da, di-da. Because yeah. we kind of condensed down to just a few plot lines. Yeah. And now it's like, here's every plot line again. Yeah. Like Bran and Jamie, like everything from season one onwards is yeah. like being wrapped up. So it's a bit intense. But I love it and I'm enjoying recapping Oh, yeah. It. Love it regardless. Um, what were you going to talk about? Um, I was going to give a an update on the security oh guard God, yes. downstairs. So important. So if you've been listening to the podcast, I can't remember if it was minutes or it's the normal episode. I think it was Just both. everywhere. There was a guy lurking in the downstairs car park at our office building, which has a few, obviously, a few floors and other people working in here. And he was just, like, always there in a black car, but not a nice car, just, like, an average car just like sitting there all day and I was like I'm within my rights to ask so I asked him and he was cryptic in his answer and then someone else asked the building manager and they said he was security for level two but he's gone he's gone like yeah, totally the like, car hasn't been there like <gasps> for a couple of weeks is the person on holidays that he's yeah, protecting maybe so I we'll don't know. have to see if he comes back yeah but there's kind of other guys lurking around and big black Range Rovers in the car park Ooh, which look like always bad they look like um FBI cards. Like yeah. It looks like the feds are here or like the Secret Service. Yeah. I just watched that movie Olympus Has Fallen with Mum. Oh, is it good? Yeah, it's really good. Okay. It's another stale movie. That's <laughs> so stale. Um, just a stale movie that came out like five years ago. Yeah. Great movie, but a lot of Secret Service action and that's what these cars look like. So that's the update if, in case people were wondering. He's, he's gone. He's the mysterious gone. security guard is gone security guard in inverted commas because I don't think I believe him. No, I don't either. He's definitely a spy. He's definitely Pine Gap related espionage. He, he pre-knew <laughs> that we were going to do Pine yeah. Gap before we even knew yes. it and <sighs> came to just That's how much he's surveilling us. Yeah, he surveils in our minds. Yeah, that's fucked. What's your next point? Um, I just finished a book called The Van Apple Girls Are Gone. Oh, yes, you gave me a copy, which I haven't read. Cool. Well, (laughs) I'll just tell you about it. I won't tell you the whole story because I think everyone should read it. It's quite good. It's by Felicity McLean. Uh, It's pretty new, Mm. so you can probably find it wherever. I know it's on Booktopia, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, it's sort of a bit of a mix of virgin suicides, picnic and hanging rock, kind of like, I don't know how to explain it, probably more virgin suicides, to be honest. They refer to it as like another picnic and hanging rock, but I don't think that really fits. It's more of a virgin suicides in the sense that it's a bit about coming of age from the perspective of who Mm. 
what a protagonist. Yes. I don't know things about. Protagonist. I'm the worst book reviewer. <laughs> like I cannot find my words to book review. So there's three sisters, the Van Apfel sisters, mm-hmm. and they're like a religious family. Oh. Um, and then they're friends with these two other sisters that live in the street. And mm. one of those sisters, Tika, is the protagonist. Right. And she, it's talking from her okay. perspective in 1992. Oh, wow. She's like 11. Yeah. Um, so she kind of knows what's going on but doesn't. It's one of those kinds yeah. of books where you're sort yeah. of piecing it together where through she's how not she like sees a, it. Yeah, she's not a, what is it, omniscient? Is that the word? Yes. Where they know everything? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And she's also naive. So yeah. a lot of the things that she sees, you're like, ah, oh, that's Yeah, sus. she's an unreliable narrator. Okay, there you go. Mm. You'd be a much better book reviewer. <laughs> I did a little fuckload of useless English courses at uni. Great. Uh, so I know all these stupid wanky terms that I've never used <laughs> until, until now. today as a 33-year-old. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, sort of, it, it kind of unravels. Obviously, there's a mystery there. They disappear, mm. obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there's a mystery that sort of slowly unfolds and there is sort of even, you don't even 100% know what happened at the end, I felt. Right. Like I was still a bit confused and maybe I missed a bit. Okay. Because that does happen with me. When I get excited, <laughs> I start reading. I'm through. such a plot person over a like. Yeah language and character person so I'm like once it gets good I'm just like oh god I need to find out what's happening and I'm like page after page and skim reading showing with a hand how far she flicks pages like I'll just be like skim 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 because I'm like trying to get the point yeah so uh yeah but it might have missed something I would say it's heavily influenced by the virgin suicides like the girls are all blonde they're a bit weird in and of themselves um it's very like summer in Australia and hot weather and right. like, you know, idyllic yep. family life in a lovely suburb, but, mm. you know, with a dark underbelly Nilly, kind of yep. vibe. But it's fun. It's sort of mystery, mysterious and yeah, crimey. Okay, I'll and read it. It's a good time. I'm like knee deep in Sins of the Brother at the moment, mm-hmm. which is lovely bedtime reading. Just reading about, I've just gotten up to Margaret Malat has had her last child, 14 kids. 14? 14? I think they were 14. Christ. I just don't understand, as someone that owns a vagina, how? how you could just constantly be doing that. This is like I was Googling 19 <laughs> Kids and Counting the other day. Did you ever watch yes, that? Yeah. I need to rewatch it. Like <laughs> someone put it on a TV stand, yeah. if you're listening, Netflix, anyone. It's probably on that Hey You. Oh, yeah. Kate, it's my streaming. sister has had a Hey You account. I'm going to have a look. There's a lot of crime on there too. That show yeah. was wild. Yes. I disagreed with pretty much everything to do with that family. Oh, yeah. And yet I couldn't stop watching. Morals. Wasn't one of them a pedophile? In the end, yes. Yeah. Not in the show. <laughs> in the end. <laughs> in the end, he turned out to be. A, he wasn't a pedophile. He was a young, when he was young, but old enough to know better, right. obviously. He, he molested his sisters, I think, or was accused of molesting his sisters. I don't know whether it actually got right. through the but There was some kind of probo element. That was, and then the there was an ended. Ashley Madison. I think the same guy was joined yes, up to Ashley yeah. Madison and it came out and yeah. they're very like, marriage is sacred yes. and da da, da, yeah. da So it was quite alarming. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, yes, back and to I what you were talking minute. about. And today I saw an article about a woman in Uganda that has 38 kids. Whoa. And then apparently the world record is 69, nice, kids, <laughs> a Russian peasant in the 1700s. Shit. Had 69 kids. I just don't even <laughs> physically know how your body could go through it that many yeah. times. Well, so it's a lot of them are multiple pregnancies, so like quadruplets, okay. triplets. Okay, okay. So it's but like still... 69 kids from 27 pregnancies, I think. 
It's still it's what I read. wild. I know. Because even if you had like quadruplets, yes, your body would, that's your so body? much for I your body to it. go through. But Margaret Millat didn't have any, none of them were twins. None they were all just multiple. So she like children. went through all those pregnancies. Ugh. Oof. And then they were all fucked. Um, but that's not what I was going to talk is that, about. Is that even factual? And they were all fucked. Most of them. The vast the boys were fucked. In and fact, the girl is this, made, was maybe fucked. One of the girls. Yeah. But in this book, she's like, for the last pregnancy, she was willing it to be a girl because the boys were such a handful. Because by this point, she was a grandmother. Yeah. The oldest one had already had his own kids. Yeah. Or kid. And she was like in her 40s still because she started popping them out when she was really young. She was, like, in her 40s, she'd had 14 kids. She had a grandkid. And she was, like, please let it be a girl. And it was another boy. Oh. So I think there were 10 boys it's all just up. 10 boys? Yeah. 10, ten I, I think boys. anybody who has a lot of male <laughs> children, because yeah. I've nannied for families where yeah. there were, like, a lot of male kids, and I've not met one set of parents with male kids who are like, it's easy. Yeah. This is simple. They're always like, yes. you know, they, I love my children, yeah. but fuck me. Oh, these ones All are going these, around This male energy crimes. is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> these are like next level. <laughs> Let alone crime male yeah, children. Yeah, they're like fucking crime robbing babies. people. Crime babies. <laughs> they just come out and they're immediately like. Apparently they were very good looking. Or the, Ivan Malak. Yeah, the man in the book like notes that they were like Ivan, popular with ladies. He thinks Ivan Malak yeah. was good looking. Like when they were young, I young. think movie Ivan Malat's kind of good looking. Yeah, but when they were really young, they had these like exotic kind of features. Okay. They had, like the Croatian. Oh Croatian? yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Croatian. I think so. They I had to say like Serbian. they got teased because they had like um, they had like Asiatic kind of features. Mm. So back in the day, people were really racist and yeah. told them they had like Japanese eyes and oh, yeah. stuff. But, yes, they were very popular with the girls because they, they, the dad made them work in the yard so they're all, like, really buff and, like, exotic looking. I guess Ivan Malak, like, you see the photos of him more older and more yes. weathered. Yes, Maybe yeah. he was less weathered when he's when less he was weathered. 17, And also yeah. he's always holding guns. Yeah. It's hard to think <laughs> and he you look really hot when he's always holding guns. Yeah. It's not yeah. an easy, No. You and know. you know you've got the context of what he did. And not like hot holding guns like James Bond. Like No, not, it's not like, like a little, sexy gun. A little revolver. No. They're like big rifles fucking aren't rifles. Sexy. They're yeah. not sexy. Um, I no guns are sexy I didn't unless even you're have that on my list of things <laughs> oh, to talk sorry. about. And now we've gone a whole tangent about Go. the Malats. Anyway, it's a great thing. book. <laughs> I want to talk great audio book. You might have seen it in the group uh, because yep. friend of the podcast, Billy Jensen. Billy fucking Jensen yeah. is a friend of the podcast it's now. Wild. I basically just politely stalked him and said, hey, <laughs> do, you, do you want to join the Aussie Mystery Hour group and talk about your audio book? It's called Chase Darkness With Me. When I was off sick, I listened to it. And it's great. It's all about how he he started as a crime journal and then he was really kind of unsatisfied with just rewriting other stories. So he focused only on unsolved cases. And then he got sick of just writing about unsolved cases and he wanted to, like, get some resolutions. Mm. So he started crowdsourcing help with Facebook and actually solving crimes and that's how he became involved in, like, Michelle McNamara's world and, like, then helped finish Oh, yeah. in the Dark and met Paul Holes. And there's a great Murder Squad podcast on the Golden State Killer that came out this week. So I've been very Billy Jensen land yeah. lately. But he's really good and he has a nice soothing voice. Oh, well, that's good. I wish I had a nice soothing voice like him. I th- well, out of the two of us, you have the more soothing voice, so. I don't think I do. Okay, time check. All right, we've got two more minutes. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Um, 
<laughs> I was like, fuck, I don't know, Bachelor in Paradise? Okay. Kind of. Well, I just sort of wanted to just talk about it because we also yes, do recaps for that. So all that. that Josie, Josie and I just spend way too much time together now, all the time. All, all we do yeah. is sit in rooms speaking to one another. And yep. so something we're doing is Bachelor in Paradise. It's the final week this week. Mm. And I'm sure not everyone is into it, but I think you can actually find really interesting soci- sociological yes. things in there. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's, like, fucked me up this week was Ivan's behaviour with Tennille. So Ivan. Ivan. <laughs> Ivan Malat. Ivan. Malat. Oh, that's why. <laughs> so Ivan, not Ivan Malat. It's just not a great name, is it? It's not. But he... Um, yes. So basically for the unaware, he mm-hmm. is he went into paradise, he was seeing another girl in there, then Tennille walked in, he was obsessed, he went on a date, mm. it, it did go well for them. Yeah, But nice then date. he's rammed it up to like level 3,000, won't mm-hmm. leave her alone. Following her around. Yeah, and then got really crazy controlling and was like, if any guy was interested in her, and spoke, some spoke to him, some just through mm. hearsay he heard about it. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, I'm going to fucking like... I'm punching walls. I'm so frustrated, yeah. and they can't fucking and walk in my territory. Big guy, too big, muscly, like yeah. buff man. And I wouldn't say he seems scary generally, no. but it was quite scary behavior. Yes, and, and when he waited on her bed, yes, it's really yeah, insane. She and didn't it, know he was there, and she screamed. Yeah, not and good vibes. Not that's it. It's not good vibes. Like it's not even like lol hilarious Ivan's like stage five clinger yeah. it's like Ivan is like exhibiting the pre-signs of domestic violence yeah. which statistically is true like I'm not saying he has done anything illegal mm. ever or is a violent man but I'm not even that saying that tendency to want to control someone's yeah. life really yes and, and it's like, really people scary. would want to take her on a date and then when they wouldn't like when they'd say oh I'm gonna take Flo he'd be like, yes, and like fist pump and stuff in front of her. And she yeah. was just kind of like, you don't own me. Like he literally said she's my territory to be marked. Yes. Which is it's so really fucked up. fucking. That's, you don't talk about a human being that way. And like how did how is he talking about a human being that way? How did he become? Yeah. Like who, how do, how do people become that way that mm. they think that people are yeah. their property? Yeah. It's really strange. It's really strange. And it just is quite, like, scary because, like, yeah, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is it genuinely is. Like, we're not even just, like, Mm. saying shit. I I can't find my words today, but you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, just saying shit willy-nilly here. Yeah. Like, it genuinely Mm. is, like, controlling behaviour where you, like, restrict who your partner can, Mm. like, speak to, who they can hang out with. That's warning signs for Mm. worse behaviour down the track and more violent behaviour or emotionally abusive behaviour. And, like, it's really wild Mm. seeing it on on TV. Um, And and made into, like, a plot line. Yeah. It's a bit weird. It is a bit weird. And how he cried when she broke it off. Like, yeah. Very intense emotions very coming from intense him. Very intense emotions. And I get that it would be kind of like a bubble. Mm. So I think that in some ways your emotions would be heightened. And I got his point of saying, I know it's only been six days, but it's six days spending a lot of time with yes. this person. Yeah, yeah. So I, very intense. that's valid that he would be feeling deep, deeper for her than he would in real life. Normal life. But it doesn't mean that she's his property. No, it certainly doesn't. And I don't like it at all. No. I don't like it at all. You know what I do like? Mm. The fact that next Friday, the 3rd of May, I actually don't like this. I actually want to vomit. No, same. It's our live show, our first ever live show, All Easy Mystery Hour. 
doing it live, sitting on a stage. Is it a stage? It's, or just I a think it's a stage. bit of ground? Well, I don't even know. I just <laughs> found out there is a green room, which is good because as much as we love each and every one of you, I cannot face any of you before yeah, I, need to I do the show. I literally need beforehand. to stare at a wall. Me and yeah. Josie will be sitting in a green room staring at the wall. My leg will be like shaking up and down, yeah. like um, twitching. Yeah. Yeah, I know that I'll like be doing I can't that, like hang out switch. with anyone before. Yeah, but after it'll we'll be hang up with all of you, you, me, and a bottle of Pinot G if I yeah. get my way. Yeah, um, and then we'll go out and we're going to tell two stories mm-hmm. in one. So that's going to be interesting in itself because uh, usually we only do one. Go. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> it'll go for seven hours, <laughs> and then hopefully people will have a good time and laugh. Yeah. If you don't have your tickets yet. There's only a few left. Yeah, it's actually gotten down to the wire now. So fucking get on giantdwarf.com.au. You'll see it there in the kind of what's on section, Mm -hmm. all the mystery hour. It's happening in Redfern. Tickets, 20 bucks. 20 fucking bucks. Super cheap. I've heard there's food there now too. They've told us there's a food store. It's a really cute little venue. It's fun. It's super fun. Yeah. And it's very chill. So we'll totally be mingling afterwards and saying hi and shit. Yeah. Like, please, no one turn up and murder us. That's what I've, my new fear has yeah. become. I There'll have this be a new lot of people there, that. though. I don't think they can murder us. Everyone just be aware. Yeah. Everyone be alert. <laughs> Protect us. <laughs> I don't know why we've turned this into, like, a wow. murder. Oh, my God. It's just, I haven't even talked to you about this fear, but I have this, like, genuine fear of, like, don't. S- someone killing me. <sighs> Oh my god! Now I'm never going to sleep again. Now I'm even more nervous show. for the show. Oh my god! Anyway, I think on that note we could probably yeah. Wrap it up. Uh, please don't kill us. That's See it. Ya. See ya. See <laughs> ya.